tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, with more public sector workers going on strike, the government faces a dilemma because wages are rising in the private sector. That's after a short break. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast once called 2022 the year of the strike. But as half a million people take part in the biggest day of industrial action in a decade, it looks like 2023 could be about to outdo its predecessor. That's because more and more public sector workers are asking for a pay rise and for better working conditions as the cost of living soars. We are overworked, underpaid, and our job is only getting worse. This week, it's teachers, train drivers, and over 100,000 civil servants. Next week, it'll be nurses, paramedics and midwives. What we're saying to the government is, put some money on the table and we can avert these strikes. But if you don't, this action will take place and it will escalate further. They're asking for their pay to rise in line with inflation, which currently stands at over 10%. Civil servants have rejected a 2% increase, while teachers and firefighters have declined offers of 5%. But with strikes escalating, the government isn't showing any signs of backing down. Here's Business Secretary Grant Shapps talking to Good Morning Britain. If we were to, say, pay a 19, 1.9% pay increase, then, um, of course, quite rightly, other very hard-pressed public sector workers might also say, what about us? That will cost another £28 billion. uh, And that means that we would end up in a situation where we would um, be, you know, asking people to pay more tax, including the people that we're paying more to, and everybody would be worse off again. So we've got to make sure we don't get into this inflation spiral. The government argues that raising wages for public sector workers now would make things even more expensive. But there's a fundamental tension at the heart of that argument. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Unemployment in the UK has come in as expected at exactly 3.7%, but wages are rising faster than at almost any time in the last two decades. Unlike in the public sector, wages in the private sector are rising. In real terms, though, pay fell 2.7%. But what's driving this wage growth, the biggest contribution was for financial services, business services, uh, and the gap between public and private sector wages widened further. Private sector workers make up four-fifths of the UK workforce. And on average, if you take into account inflation, they're paid around the same amount they were paid 12 years ago. That's not true for public sector workers, who have seen a real terms drop in pay. Teachers, for example, are paid about 13% less. For nurses, it's 7%. So they're asking the government to close that wage gap. But private companies can afford to make cuts when their business is struggling and adjust their goals according to the economic climate. They can be less ambitious, more cautious, and pay some workers more to retain them. The public sector doesn't have that freedom. It can't change the number of people getting sick or really the number of daily commuters. And at the same time, it's facing the same inflationary pressures as everyone else. The one thing it does have some control over is wages, which is why the government is continuing to resist demands from trade unions and has even passed new legislation to make it harder for some workers to go on strike. These new laws mean that unions in some sectors will have to make sure that some staff don't walk out on strike days. The government will ultimately decide what level of service is required. And if unions don't comply, they could be sued. Data suggests that public sector workers are already leaving their jobs for better pay elsewhere. And Rishi Sunak's new proposal, the so-called anti-strike bill, may further alienate public sector workers who feel they have no other option but to walk out. The danger for the government is by angering unions, it makes it even harder to do a deal, which means more potential walkouts in the weeks ahead. It might avoid a wage price spiral, but it risks a strike spiral, and that means difficult decisions ahead. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Patricia Clark. Tortoise. 